Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We're coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at the BetMGM Sportsbook. To borrow a line from one of my broadcasting icon heroes, Brent Musburger. We are here at the Bet MGM Sportsbook at the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino. It's Sports Grid live from Las Vegas, and it's our final day here, but we're excited to bring you even more information and more guests to, as we get closer to the game, figure out what to bet, who you like. We'll pick some final scores today. We've got a lot going on in this program and bringing you some interviews from earlier today, too. I just wanted to spend a few moments to recap the week that we had here in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand. I uh, had a, lots of people sit down with us from Warren Sharp and Brady Cannon, a handicapper that's a Las Vegas resident for over 30 years. Our PFT crew and Joe Lisi, Donnie Wrightside, Kevin Walsh. We had Rick Haro give you a sense of what the business impact will be for Las Vegas and what the NFL strategy looks like going forward. Games in Brazil, Germany, London, and, uh, and Mexico certainly coming up next season. So a, a lot on the slate for the NFL, not just this Sunday, but beyond that. And the NFL draft, uh, just a couple of months away, we spend a lot of time. I host our draft coverage, so looking forward to that. Uh, our buddy Dave Sharapan stopped by. He's a Las Vegas native as well. And uh, the guy that ran uh, was in risk rooms and taking bets for over 20 years. So uh, obviously, uh, we've tried to give you as many perspectives as possible, and we'll give you even more today. Adam Kaplan was a, another guest of ours, an NFL insider it gave us some perspective on this game but today uh, we got some great interviews coming up Stefan Gilmore and Brandon Cook stopped by Radio Row earlier today where we'll have Adam Malamut on he'll give us some of his perspective he hosts Eagles uh, Philadelphia Eagles pregame shows uh, down at Ocean in Atlantic City same place we have our pro football today shows beyond that we're going to bring you Taylor Mathis live from the set in the second hour and Dr. Chow, the pro football doc, will be here to discuss any late-term injuries. We know Sky Moore has just come back from IR. Is Jarek Kinnon going to ring the bell? Joe Tooney likely will not. Are there any other injuries out there that we need to discuss as we get close to kickoff just two days away, a little more than two days away? So, uh, it's been a long week in Vegas, but a good one and a productive one for me and for us at SportsGrid. So, uh, and then we'll close out the show with me uh, running around at the desk up at the Magic Wall, give, recapping all of the bets that we've given throughout the week. We've given out a lot, but it's time to recap our best bets at the end of the show. Uh, and I think everybody knows at this point which way I'm leaning uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs, and we'll give you a final score as well. That's how we'll wrap up the week. So uh, that's some perspective as to what happened on this show. But, you know, Radio Row is a crazy place these last few days. We've had lots and lots of people come through Wednesday, Thursday, and this morning, all giving their individual takes on how they think the Chiefs and or Niners can win. Uh, we had an opportunity to be on set with uh, a whole host of people. So uh, what we should do right now is reset all of the action for you. Obviously, we have uh, the game sitting right now on the BetMGM Bet MGM app at plus two. There are other places that might creep in and, and give you a little bit of a different number, but right now on the BetMGM app, we remain at two, and that total still hasn't budged at all. I'm going to go to my app, folks, so you know live. You get it right here on your phone, that BetMGM app, something I use uh, really on a daily basis, if I'm being honest. And right now the live line is... Yeah, it is remains two. That 47 and a half, that total hasn't not moved 
at all the entire week. The Chiefs still at plus 110 on the money line. Those top touchdown scores remain Christian McCaffrey, minus 225. Isaiah Pacheco, minus 130. Travis Kelsey, uh, Taylor Swift's bow, minus 115. Rasheed Rice at plus 130, and it goes up from there. Uh, we obviously have big game MVP, the SB MVP, uh, Patrick Mahomes, despite not being favored to win the game, at plus 135. Brock Purdy at plus 230. Christian McCaffrey plus 450. And then you have 10 to 1 or more from there. I've laid out uh, a lot of different ways that this game can go. I concede that even though I have an opinion, uh, I'm not in the business of exactly predicting every outcome. And the Niners are an excellent team. I'm leaning the way of the Chiefs because of the way they've played recently. And the coaching matchup, uh, I think, is a, an advantage to the Chiefs. But uh, this Niners team, the most talented probably in the league. Everybody throwing their best pitch. Niners absolutely have an opportunity to win this game. So I don't think that's going to happen, which is why I'm going to lean towards the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Uh, Brock, it's not anything about denigrating Brock Purdy or Kyle Shanahan. I just think that they're a little outgunned in this case, but perhaps not. Uh, Kyle Shanahan did hold a 10-point lead against this Kansas City Chiefs team four years ago. Obviously different characters, slightly different coaching staffs, but this team uh, was in the lead with eight minutes to go and a 10-point lead with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. Didn't close out the game. Chiefs put up 21 points from that point on. We had a 31-20 final. Uh, some people think that might that score might get reversed. You know, there's stories of the mentalist predicting a 31-20 final, a 31-21 final. But uh, <laughs> I'm obviously going uh, a little bit of a different way. So, key characters in this game. We both know Mahomes versus Purdy, Shanahan versus Reed, Pacheco versus McCaffrey, Kelsey versus Kittle. The counterparts and the matchups are unbelievable. Do the Chiefs have somebody like Debo Samuel on their roster? I wouldn't say so. Uh, Jarek McKinnon at full health is an interesting Swiss Army knife for that team, but we're not even sure if Jarek McKinnon is going to be active. They have until uh, 4 p.m. tomorrow in order to do that. Beyond Jarek McKinnon, we have other opportunities uh, for players to get the ball. Rashi Rice, an explosive rookie, 79 catches on the season. Will he have an explosive play? Rashi Rice with a long touchdown. Rashi Rice, first touchdown. What does that look like? Uh, you can get some long odds on that, and I'll get into that a little bit later. Some interesting parlay opportunities for you to take games, players, props, and more. What do I? Th how, do, how is this? How is the game going to play out? What does the scoring look like? We have a first half that could be a little bit higher scoring. Both teams like to play with a lead. Both teams are going to want to jump out to that lead and try to hang on to it. I think the Niners will continually be more aggressive than the Chiefs were, but we're also talking about Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I don't think they shy away from aggressive play calling. Just that this version of this Kansas City Chiefs team is aiming to get in the lead and hang on to it. They did that against Baltimore. It had to come from behind against Buffalo, but once they once they snatched that lead back, yeah, they hung on to it and played big time D against the Bills in the fourth quarter to hang on to that lead. Again, the fourth quarter of that Bills game, they ran 23 offensive plays for 59 yards. Turnover on downs on the fake punt, a missed field goal, zero points. Three drives that netted them zero points. So uh, we'll see if the Chiefs can play a similar type of defense against the Niners. I think it'll be tough. It'll be their toughest test. Both teams' toughest test, if I'm being honest. The Ravens uh, threw their hat in the ring when they blew out the Niners in December and uh, went up against the Chiefs here in the AFC Championship game just a week ago, but weren't able to get it done. Uh, do we see either of these teams exhibit any sort of panic with their play calling like the Ravens did in the AFC Championship game? I don't see it. I think they're both going to play their game, and I have a lot of confidence in both coaches. The Kyle Shanahan can never do it narrative is not something I buy into, even though I don't favor him in this game. And they're favored by Ben MGM Sportsbook, but not for me to make a pick. I'll keep breaking down more information right after this, live from Las Vegas. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Sports Grid live from Las Vegas at the Bet MGM Sportsbook. Excited to be here for a couple of more hours. Final week, final day of the week here in Las Vegas. Again, guests will be coming up. Uh, shortly, we'll run some interviews for you that were pre-taped at Radio Row and give you some players' perspective. I'll say this in general. From everybody we've spoken to this week, football people, players, coaches on the Chiefs, betting experts, handicappers, Niners. It's not a, it's not a pure split. I would be, consider myself one of the betting personalities. I'm on the Chiefs, but it's pretty much leaning that way. People are feeling that they're getting a little bit of value out of the Niners. They think the value should be favored by more, at least in the betting community, they feel that way. But the players and the coaches, they look across, the, they, they'd be looking across the field at Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and saying, how could we possibly bet against this guy? This is our biggest challenge as a team, trying to stop Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Those first 15 scripted plays, what is that going to look like? How are we going to get on top of that? How can we get them off the field? The Niners will be thinking that this week, particularly Steve Wilkes, because the Niners, as good and talented as they are, are not good on third down, particularly since the Hafanga injury and Warren Sharp will be will show us evidence of that a little bit later this hour. But Andy Reid, let's take a look at his coaching record. Right now, he's in his 25th season. 14 with Philly. This is his 11th season with Kansas City. His record, 258, 144, and 1. His 258 victories are fourth all-time behind only Don Shula, uh, Bill Belichick, and why am I blanking? Don Shula, Bill Belichick, and Andy Reid is fourth. I'm blanking on the second right now. Uh, I'll figure it out. It's an easy one. It's an easy one. I know what it is, but I'm blanking. Oh, George Hallis, sorry. Uh, so it's Shula, Hallis, Belichick, Andy Reid. He finds himself in rare ter- territory. This is his fifth Super Bowl, two and two, heading into this one. We'll see if Andy Reid can become a winning Super Bowl coach uh, for the first time in his career at three and two. So, uh, so there we are with Andy Reid, 258, 144, and 1. On the flip side, Kyle Shanahan, obviously experiencing the Super Bowl as well. So he finds himself in year 7 with the San Francisco 49ers. He is 64 and 51, obviously slow going in his career, 6 and 10, 4 and 12, and then a 13 and 3 season, uh, took a step back during the COVID year, and then found himself using multiple quarterbacks along the way, found himself in this position at 13, excuse me, at 12 and 5 regular season and now in the Super Bowl for the second time. Uh, after the 2019 season and now after the 2023 season. So uh, Kyle racking up an impressive coaching resume earlier in his early in his career and we look forward to seeing what's happening here. But the, I think the narrative for Kyle Shanahan will continue to be can he get it done? I think he can. I, unfortunately I don't think he's going to do it this weekend. But he can get it done. Can he overcome the, the narrative is can he overcome the mistakes of the past a 28 to 3 lead when he was the offensive coordinator with the Atlanta Falcons it disintegrated and the criticism that you find there from uh, from people like me of Kyle Shanahan is despite the fact that Dan Quinn was the head coach with a 25 point lead and a leading NFL running back at Devontae Freeman they chose to hand him the ball off four times were they too aggressive didn't work out 
a lot of things had to go wrong in order for that to happen, but uh, it didn't work out. Then, a couple of years later, as the head coach of the 49ers with Jimmy G at a 10-point lead with eight minutes to go, Jimmy G is 18 of 21. What happens the rest of the way? Two of 10 at an interception. Was Again, was he too aggressive? Should they have been running the ball more? I thought he was appropriately aggressive. He had some drops. He had some overthrows and an interception to close it out. But that will be the story for people regarding Kyle Shanahan. What is this? When, when is he going to get over the hump? This team is so talented. If he's not able to get it done with this group, when is he going to get it done? I think it's certainly possible this weekend, even though I'm picking against him. So uh, that's the coaching matchup. Not to mention Steve Spagnolo, who's been really one of the best defensive coordinators in the elite in the league, perhaps the best defensive coordinator in the league for a period of time with the Chiefs now and locking teams down in the second half. Second half under, I've told you all week that I'm on that. And the reason is that Kansas City allows only 6.8 points per game in the second half. The Niners and Steve Wilkes defense allowing just 8.5 points per game. The Chiefs also not a high-scoring second-half team at just 7.6 a game. The Niners, however, the best second-half scoring team in the league, 14 points a game. So that's my risk there with the second-half under is the Niners just being such an explosive offense. Now, turn it over to the quarterbacks. Uh, obviously, we don't need to review who their names are. Patrick Mahomes, where is he at this point in his career? In his, uh, let me bring up the stats here, in his sixth, seventh full season in his career, he's 74 and 22. Uh, 219 touchdowns uh, for Patrick Mahomes thus far in his career to just 63 interceptions. He's won the MVP twice. He was the Offensive Player of the Year once. He's won multiple Super Bowls. He's been to his fourth Super Bowl. At 28 years of age, Patrick Mahomes is the youngest player to start at quarterback in four different Super Bowls. Tom Brady obviously ended up starting in many more than that, but Brady did not start in his fourth Super Bowl until he was 30 years old. Uh, Brady obviously dominant uh, while in his 30s and pushed those numbers up. So Mahomes, not his greatest statistical season. 27 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Was he trying to do too much? Was he in a position where he knew the offense wasn't as explosive and needed to try to push the ball a little bit more. I think you'll find that Mahomes does try to do as much as he possibly can, but in this playoff run, these three playoff games, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Appropriately aggressive. I think that's the thing you can see about Mahomes. During the regular season, he might push the envelope a little bit more as he gets to the postseason. Uh, he's been really taking care of the football. And again, against Buffalo, 37 minutes to 23 time of possession. They were outpossessed in that game. And yet he still, despite only throwing the ball 23 times against the Bills, put up 27 points to win the game. Against Baltimore, a little bit different. They took the air out of the ball. They did not want, the, people are very critical of the Ravens for not running the ball, and they should be. But they only had the ball for 23 minutes to the Chiefs' 37. Again the Chiefs winning with a different brand of football from week to week, they do have a lot of arrows in their quiver, as it were. So, on the flip side, Brock Purdy. Some people calling him MV Purdy at various points during the season. His first full season at QB. We all know he took over in the middle of last year. 21 starts for Brock Purdy in his career. 44 touchdowns to 15 interceptions. 31 and 11 was the breakdown this year, completing nearly 70% of his passes for 4,300 yards. Came in fourth uh, in the MVP voting. Lamar obviously taking that home last night. But He's at 9.6 yards per attempt this year, 9.9 .9 average yards uh, per attempt, and 13.9 yards per catch from his yards per completion, excuse me, amongst his wide receivers. A bevy of talented weapons from McCaffrey to Debo to Kittle to Brandon Ayuk. It's a lot to stop. They could, use, could utilize Kyle Juszczyk in the past game. Jawan Jennings. We all know there, there are a surprising amount of people that we know on this depth chart that could have an impact in this game. And we'll continue to monitor what that looks like during the first half 
uh, of this game. We'll, we'll be live, by the way, on Sports Grid all day. I'll be 12 to 3 on Super Bowl Sunday, live from our New Jersey studio, bringing you all the pregame action. But during the game, you'll be live with our crew. Scott Farrell, Gabe Morenci. Uh, Joe Rainieri live on the call. I'll be live with Joe Rainieri. I'll be live with Joe Rainieri on Sunday before the game, and he'll stick around and do that coverage during the game. So all of those live betting opportunities during the Super Bowl, we'll bring them to you. Uh, whether it's specific player props, catching the total at a different price, it'll finally move after the game gets kicked off, and will that spread move? You get an early Chiefs touchdown. Do you bet back against the Niners or the other way? Uh, we'd love to live bet here at Sports Grid, and we'll walk you through it on Super Bowl Sunday. We'll walk you through some interviews right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. And we are live from Sports Grid here at the Bet MGM Sportsbook, the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino. Excited to be here with you. Look, I even dressed up for the occasion. It's not a Niners tie or a Chiefs tie. It's both. We bring, we welcome all comers, uh, fans of all uh, shapes and sizes and ages. So we'll have you covered live from Sports Grid, not just today, but all through the weekend as you get set for the Super Bowl. And we've given you a lot of different perspectives, including one from two current Dallas Cowboys today. Stefan Gilmore and Brandon Cook sat down with our very own Kevin Walsh at Radio Row earlier today. Sports Grid live in Las Vegas with a pair of Dallas Cowboys. We've got Stefan Gilmore and Brandon Cooks. Appreciate you guys stopping yeah, yeah. by. Uh, I want to start with why you're out here, yeah. uh, which is he gets us. Yeah. And, Brandon, I'll ask you, tell us what that is about and what <clears throat> message you guys are delivering. Yeah, you know, the message is obviously, you know, he gets us. It's really talking about Jesus, how he loves everyone. Uh, you know, encouraging you to love your neighbor. Um, love, you know, spreading love, kindness, generosity. And what is your neighbor? It's not people that look like you, right, or talk like you. It's people that don't look like you, mm-hmm. that may not talk like you, different walks of life, uh, but still having the ability to love them and, and love each other uh, no matter what's going on. Uh, and then, Stefan, you guys are out here doing some very specific great stuff during this weekend in Vegas? Yeah, we just doing um, – we did something today for He Gets Us, just you know, spreading the love. Yeah. Like he said, let's uh, – Building our foundation on faith and just um, showing love to one another. Yeah. And just today, right now, we're doing a lot of interviews, just, mm-hmm. you know, talking ball. So it's been fun. I have noticed, I mean, obviously just watching, but yeah. it does seem very nice that at the end of the game sometimes, yeah. whoever kind of shares the same faith will yeah. come together yeah. no matter the team. Yeah. And is that something that, I guess, keeps guys kind of bonded throughout the league, Brandon? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's also give you the ability to, you know, share your faith um, and give God glory no matter the circumstances. Obviously, during the game, win, lose, or draw, you like to be there in the middle because yeah. that kind of shows you the people that uh, are kind of walking that same walk of life mm-hmm. uh, with you for sure. Yeah. Uh, Stefano, I want to ask you about playing for Dan Quinn. Uh, he makes the move to Washington. For you, what was it like playing under Quinn in Dallas? He was a great coach. He um, – he, he he found a way to jail with the players and be hard on them. Yeah. You know, and I I wasn't surprised how, you know, the last four three or four years Dallas mm-hmm. defense has been playing at an elite level. Um, but he had a great opportunity to go to Washington and be a head coach again. And I'm I'm happy for him. Yeah. Um yeah. so 
it was a great year, you know, just to just to be coached up under him. For you, heading uh, into free agency, is that something that factors in? Mike Zimmer's now going to be the D.C. Uh, in Dallas, or are we a little far out from figuring that all out? That's what I heard. I don't know if that's uh, official yet, but I, that's what I heard. But Zim is a great coach, old yeah. school guy. Um, all his defenses play great, you know, when he coached them. So um, that wouldn't be a bad thing to have him as a coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, getting to play with Dak, yeah. is, it's an interesting – look, Dak's – getting judged on a different standard he was in the mvp race all season long but the back end of it didn't end in the result that you guys wanted a couple of pick sixes in the first half uh, against green bay but what was it like for you playing alongside dak this season i mean it was it was great i I love dak like i told him he became like a brother and only you know a short time uh I got a lot of respect for the way that he handled himself. Obviously, he gets judged because we got that star in our helmet. But at the end of the day, the way that he's playing is at the highest level. He can't do it by himself. You know what I mean? He needs his his guys around him to step up, whether that be O-line, receivers, running backs. Um, You know, it takes everyone to Mm -hmm. kind of help him, especially in the playoffs. At the end of the day, you need everybody on board doing their thing. I'm curious if if I can just bring up the game against Green Bay where – all, a team is on a heater like they were because Jordan Love in that game was just kind of clicking on all cylinders. Is there a moment where you're like, I don't know how we're going to be able to stop this guy today? Because that's the thing about football. In a seven-game series like basketball right, or hockey, the better team typically right. can win out. And you guys had an incredible season. But in that one game, they yeah. came out so on fire, Stefan, and put you guys behind the eight ball early. I just think um, at the end of the day, they played more physical than we did. You know, they it was able to establish the run yeah. early. And, you know, once you do that, you know, the defense got to play perfect. So we couldn't stop the run. Mm-hmm. You know, it set up the play-action pass and things like that. So, yeah. um, you know, that's what it really comes down. I think the most physical team is going to win the game, and, and they was they was that that day. Yeah. Uh, you both have Super Bowl experience. Uh, I'll ask you, Brandon, going into the game uh, on Sunday, is there something about that matchup between yeah. the Chiefs and the Niners that stands out to you? Yeah, I, th- I think the biggest thing, obviously you talk about the rematch, uh, you know, this time around, like Kansas City defense, it was, I want to say was, you know, top five in the league yeah. this year. So they playing at a high level, right? And uh, the weapons that the 49ers have. But one thing that you can just never underestimate is, is Patrick Mahomes. Like, did I think Baltimore was going to, you know, win that? I did. Yeah, so but did the I. way it, it – Mahomes is Mahomes. And when you got that it factor, mm-hmm. uh, I felt like I – you can never – you can never go against that. So I'm looking forward to the matchup because Kyle yeah. Shanahan, great coach, mm-hmm. uh, Mahomes, and uh, and that defense going against those weapons in, in San Francisco. I look forward to it. Yeah. So I'll ask you to just, Stefan, about the matchup between Kelsey and then yeah. Fred Warner and, and Dre Greenlaw, right? That's one that a lot of people are kind of keying on. How do Fred and Greenlaw, and I guess the Niners defense Tell them what as you a would whole, do, Steph. Huh? Try and lock him in. Tell him what you'll do. Oh, what I do? Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, just, please. Just put me on him. It, it'll yes, be happy. Sir. <laughs> nah, yes, sir. Nah, um, it's going to be a great matchup. You know, they got an elite defense. Uh-huh. Um, Travis Kelsey is an elite, elite tight end, but I think um, it ain't going to be one guy to stop him because they play a certain scheme. They play mostly cover three zone. Yeah. So it's going to be a whole team. They got to get to the quarterback. And um, it's not going to be one person to stop Travis Kelsey. It's going to have to be the whole defense. But is there something to that? Because I remember when Gronk was – I mean, for he had a great career, obviously. But the Jags were throwing Jalen Ramsey on him, and that was working. So is that – see, this is why I like – Wait, when, when that happened? No, AFC Championship? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't remember I, that. I know how I it worked. I don't remember that one. But, yeah. you know, it worked out great for you guys. I understand that. But, but no, no, I know great player. But I'm is just there, saying they, they don't really match up scheme-wise. They don't yeah. really put a corner on a tight end. You know, yeah. they, that's, they, that's not what they do. They play cover three. They play man. Like, nobody – it's not going to be one person that stopped yeah. them. They yeah. haven't done it all year unless something changed. Do you – when you get to the Super Bowl, though, can you make a change like that or you're breaking tendency uh, too much? You can, but it's been working all that. year. <laughs> <laughs> got scars from that. Yeah. yeah. What are you referring to? I mean, when, when the Ram, we played the new uh, the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah. All year there was running man on film. Um, we get to the Super Bowl, they switch it all up. Yeah. Played that six-one defense and ran zone, but never really showed that. I know didn't show it at all during the season. Yeah. So you can get so to answer your question, you can depends who your coach is. You can switch it up if you, if you got it. the confidence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that 
So that's what's super interesting, though, about these two coaches for me because Andy now has all the Super Bowls to back it up. I think everybody, you alluded to it, Kyle Shanahan's an incredible play caller, yeah. but until you win a Super Bowl, yeah. and even sometimes winning one isn't enough. You guys know that playing for Mike McCarthy. Until Kyle Shanahan wins a Super Bowl, people are going to always doubt yeah. just how great he is, right? Yeah, I think uh, for sure. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. You got to win the big one. But uh, he's a great coach regardless. But I think they got the team that should have do it. They yeah. have talent everywhere on their team. On their team, so Brock Purdy's playing well. Yeah. So they got opportunity, but it's just you got one of the greatest players to ever play the game, Pat Mahomes. Yeah. You can't bet against. So it's gonna be a good game. Well, uh, yeah. we'll find out uh, again yeah. with he gets us. That's Brandon Cooks yeah. and Stephon Gilmore. The most I've learned all week, I think, yeah. going into this game. I appreciate, I it. I appreciate it. it. All right, awesome. Yeah. Great stuff there from Radio Row. Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore with Kevin Walsh promoting He Gets Us. Uh, obviously, you've seen that uh, advertised in a variety of different NFL contests. But the perspective that I appreciate there from them is that sort of a shrug of the shoulders. If you're good enough, you can switch up your game plan when it comes to the playoffs or when it comes to the Super Bowl. We've seen Kansas City win ball games this postseason in a variety of different manners. Quick strike offense and also taking the air out of the ball and keeping Baltimore off the field. So does Kyle Shanahan have that in them? And Steve Wilkes, are they going to switch up the game plan? We're going to have Adam Malibin on in the next segment to talk a little bit about how the Eagles were able to play against both of those teams. They obviously faced the Chiefs and the Niners late in the season. They had varying success against those two teams. So I think somebody that covers the Eagles as closely as Adam does, it'll give us some really interesting thoughts on how the Chiefs or Niners could succeed or fail in this game. So uh, great stuff there. We'll continue to bring you stuff from Radio Row uh, and uh, obviously live here on set with Adam. And then uh, in the following hour, we'll have Taylor Mathis and Dr. Chow. And then I'll close it out with all my best bets. So uh, Brandon Cooks and Stefan Gilmore, we're talking about guys that are you know, defensive player of the year quality. Brandon Cooks has been on a number of different teams, but extensive experience, multiple thousand yard seasons. So they know, well, this is what I would do in this scenario. They obviously, I appreciate their, uh, their competitive arrogance and saying, well, just put me on them. I'll lock them up. Or Brandon Cooks saying, nobody can really cover me. <laughs> I think that's the, that's the attitude you're going to have with uh, anytime you go out there, you have to think that you're the best player on the field and certainly nobody can cover you or nobody can uh, get past you and make any catches on you. So, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be going through a, an interesting transition here. Obviously, Mike McCarthy remains, but Dan Quinn leaves. Dan Quinn was a big part of their sex success defensively, but uh, they also... You have to appreciate the fact that it said, you know, the Packers are just the better team that day. There's no complaining. They know that they got out physicaled in that game. Dan Quinn now goes to Washington. Mike Zimmer, a former Cowboys coach, comes home to coach in Dallas. Old school, like they said. Will Mike Zimmer, in this uh, ever-evolving state of the NFL, have success as they go into the 2024 regular offseason, regular season, and beyond? When I come back, we'll still be here live from this set. Adam Malament will join us. He's a co-host of Eagles pregame uh, with Jacob Sports. We'll be right back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. 
Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Sports Grid Live from Las Vegas. I'm joined by guest Adam Malamud. He's the co-host of Eagles pregame for Jacob Sports has some great perspective on this weekend's matchup because the Eagles had a chance to play both of these teams late in the season right Adam Mike that had a chance stuff hurts man that had a chance stuff hurts this is uh this is maybe my most difficult Las Vegas trip you know I'm out here to see these two teams play they, they earned the right to be here. My Philadelphia Eagles have not earned that right. Right. So let's talk about the Eagles uh, in general in their season and gain some perspective there and then talk a little bit about how the Chiefs and 49ers match sure. might be. So it was obviously a really unique season, right? They were coming off a Super Bowl loss. And so very often a Super Bowl hangover for both teams. But in particular, the team that loses the Super Bowl has a very tough time getting back there. But we saw the Eagles race out to a 9-1 lead be the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City on Monday night. Uh, but there seemed to be little seeds of evidence that maybe this wasn't the same version of the Eagles. Jalen Hurts a little bit banged up. They started winning these close games against the Commanders, the Dallas Cowboys, and then that Chiefs game, and then it started to unravel from there. Why do you think that happened? You know, Mike, let me start off by saying, and the Jets fans aren't going to be happy about this, I knew we had a problem when we lost to the Jets. Yeah. When you lose, there, there are certain teams that you're supposed to lose to or you should be more competitive with. There are certain teams that, um, you know, you should run away with. The Jets team on paper is a young, good team, but the Eagles matched up so much better. And when we saw that game break down. And the we, Jets beat them. Like, that that's really, I think, what you're aiming at, Oh, they at, beat, right? yeah, yeah, they beat the pulp out of them. Yeah. And, and it wasn't, I mean, it, it was a decisive win. And, you know, the problem that we, that we recognized was at that point, we knew that there was something going on. We didn't know where the failure was. We didn't know whether it was something that um, was a systemic failure or just some miscues. Uh, but then, then we saw them come in and they beat the they beat the Chiefs. Yeah. And it was interesting. They beat the Chiefs without Jalen Hurts throwing a touchdown, but he scored two rushing touchdowns. Yeah. DeAndre Swift scored a rushing touchdown. So all 21 of the Eagles' points were on the ground, yeah. um, not through the air. You know, Jalen Hurts in that game only threw for 150 yards. Jalen. I, I, I happen to love Jalen. I'm a huge Jalen Hurts yeah, fan. Same, same. Um, but he's got an arm, and uh, I think that some of the discord uh, may have come from folks not getting the ball that wanted the ball. And it's good to have a competitive team where everybody wants the ball. Uh, but in that game, you know, they played a really well-planned game plan against who I think is is probably the best team in the league. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then uh, just a couple of weeks later, uh, they had they had this matchup against the Niners at home, and that's when we knew. Okay, if we thought there wasn't a problem at this point, right. now we know there's a problem because the Niners just ran them over, 42 to 19 victory. I will never forget back in the Charlie Garner days, yeah. the Eagles running up the score, 40 points on the Niners, and uh, you know when payback. Remember that? Remember yeah. that? That was Stay a long back time from the ago. Charlie Garner days. The Charlie Garner days, yeah. But the Eagles um, came out flat in that game, and it was amazing to me because they had every incentive to come out in that game and come out strong, and they just didn't. I mean, from the get-go, they didn't come out strong. You know, Jalen Hurts threw the ball 45 times. Right. It's a huge difference from what they did with the Chiefs game, where they were successful. Right. He had to because they were getting killed. You know, in the first quarter, the, the Eagles were up six nothing. Then all of a sudden, the 49ers just run the table. 14 points in the second quarter, 14 points in the third quarter, 14 points in the fourth quarter. They never took their foot off the gas. Right. And here you have the Eagles that are trying to figure out how to get back in the game. They're trying to figure out exactly what it is that they need to game plan and where they're miscuing, and they just couldn't get it together. So Jalen Hurts rushed for seven times, seven rushes in that game, no clock management. You've got the quarterback leading the team in rushing attempts, 
and rushing yards with 20 yards. Right, right. So, again, we're with Adam Malamut. He's the co-host of Eagles pregame uh, for Jacob Sports. Yeah, giving, giving us, obviously, uh, a lot of behind, really good numbers here on the Eagles. And uh, Eagles, a team that played both of these teams later in the season. So, final question about the Eagles, and then we'll really focus on Niners and Chiefs. We have... Now, coaching changes, right? Nick, sure. We have a potential retirement from Jason Kelsey. It's, you know, he's not officially official. I'm not ready to I, give up on him yet. Yeah, so it's not officially official, but I thought the Disney World trip was sort of like, uh, if you had any hope that he might come back, the Disney World trip felt like uh, the final act of a, act, the final act of an active NFL player. But we also have Johnson being pushed out as the coordinator, and they've made some changes here. Sure. What do you, what do you suspect will happen with these coordinator changes? Look, I I think what's going to happen is I think that you're going to have the, the team get re-energized. You're going to have new leadership there. You're going to have um, a, a different perspective. And sometimes you just need to hear it differently. Sometimes it's the same message but from a different voice. And I think that that's what you're going to get initially. The team has to be bought in on a leadership. And one of the things that we talked about on our show, and, and as you know, I, I co-hosted with um, Mark Farzetta and Seth Joyner. Yeah. And one of the, one of the um, steady themes has been the leaders have to lead. And I think that if they establish leadership early on and they win over the team and they win over the team's belief, I think that you'll get uh, the productivity that we know they can do. I think 10 and one was an anomaly. I, this, this league, there's no team that's really wired to go 10 and one. Um, that's, a, that's a huge dump out of the Without game. getting some huge breaks along. Right, right. right. And so. So, so, I mean, you know, we got some breaks and, and we won some games. I mean, I think that we might be the only team that had a winning record or that kind of winning record with that narrow of a point differential. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when, when you start talking about the new coaches coming in, it, it really falls down on what are these coaches going to do in the locker room? How are they going to lead? And how are they going to get their leaders to lead on the field? Yeah. So, I, I the, the game that really did it for me was the Dallas game, the, the, the game that they beat Dallas. I was like, something is t desperately wrong here. I thought the Cowboys were getting too much credit for losing that game closely, but that was the game where I was like, something's wrong. Then they beat the Chiefs, and I was like, alright, maybe they still have it together, do the Eagles, but again, uh, we'll see what happens. Vic Fangio, Kellen Moore, I don't know if that's the best mix, but they're doing it. Sirianna's going to have to take control. So let's take a look at these two teams. You obviously have a team that the Eagles beat and the Eagles lost to. But do you think this Kansas City Chiefs uh, game, as you watch it from a little bit from afar, do you think this Kansas City Chiefs team is different than the one that the Eagles played a couple of months ago? I do. I, I think that they're very different. I think they've hit stride. And the one thing that you can't do with, with you know players of, of the caliber that the Chiefs have is let them hit stride. Once they hit stride, you know, it, it, it's this snowball effect of success. And I would not want to be the, the 49ers young quarterback. I love Brock Purdy. I yeah. think that he's got a, a huge future. But, you know, coming in to uh, play a guy with Mahomes' credentials, and I was listening to uh, Brandon Cooks before uh, my segment, and yeah. uh, heard him talking about, um, you know, what he thinks of Mahomes. and. I don't disagree. I think Mahomes is a phenomenal quarterback, and I'm not ready to give him one of the best of all time yet. I think he's got some years ahead of him, sure. uh, but he's certainly on a great trajectory. But this team also has a, a very, very underrated defense. People want to talk about the defensive players in the 49ers. They don't talk enough about the defensive players in the Kansas City Chiefs. So when you have a guy like George Kittle in the Niners, the, the, the Chiefs have responses to that. They have people that can get out and cover a guy like that. Christian McCaffrey is going to be the determining factor as to how the Niners go today. Sure. I, I agree. Yeah, For on the Sunday. Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl, Super Bowl Super 58. Bowl so what, I, I think you're right. I, I'd concur in saying that. You have Chris Jones and George Karloftis up front. Karloftis is really showing that he's a great young player, first-round draft pick for them. You have Nick Bolton in the middle who's racked up, not last week against the Ravens, because the Ravens didn't run the ball all that much, but the previous three games, double-digit tackles. Nick Bolton obviously had one of the biggest plays in the Super Bowl last year where Jalen Hurts dropped the ball and Nick Bolton picked it up and ran it back for a scoop and score. You know, that was a, that was a play early on in that game that had a huge impact sure. uh, long-term, right? Hurts played a nearly perfect game, but that one drop led to a touchdown that kept the Chiefs close uh, in that first half. So, uh, 
you have that. And then on the outside, look, I think two guys that are a huge impact in this game is Greenlaw and Warner, obviously, in the San Francisco side, but I've been talking about it all week. Trent McDuffie and Legereus Sneed and their ability to potentially limit Kittle, but more importantly, Ayuk and per- possibly limit the explosive plays, I think is really something that's important when we head into this weekend. Yeah, so you know, Mike, it's interesting. If you look at Super Bowl MVPs over the past 26 seasons, or 26 Super Bowls, four times you had a defensive player. That's right. Four times. You never had a tight end. Correct. Um, But four times you had a defensive player. Trent McDuffie is plus 50,000. I love it. Plus 50,000. And and that's the guy that I'm looking at. You know, he had huge shoes to fill with the Honey Badger leaving, right? And he plays that same type of game. I'm not willing to give him the credentials yet, but he plays that same type of game. He's an exciting guy. He's a game changer. He's a guy who can come out, and at any given moment, he can shut somebody down. He can lay the wood and, you know, hit hard. And he can be somebody who can really affect change. Um, But... You know, look, the Niners have a great linebacker core. Uh, Warner's awesome. Bosa's awesome. Um, But, you know, they're going up against a guy who I think is going to go down as the best tight end in the history of the game. Right. So let's talk a little bit about that and your Niners perspective. You've given us some already, but you have Warner and Greenlaw in the middle, Bosa and obviously some big-name defensive linemen up front. But... As you can see, we're live live show here. We got a lot of characters out here. I don't mind it. That's part of why we're here, right? People rooting for the Niners and the Chiefs. So Greenlaw and Warner in the middle. What I think is going to be the key for Kansas City is Isaiah Pacheco and trying to get him the ball often, early and often. I like his over on rushing attempts. What do you think is the best way to attack this Niners defense? So I agree with you with the over because McKinnon's not in. So they're already down a man. And Edward Solaire, a lot of people like him. I just don't think that he's the player he's that people think he is. Plan at all. I don't either. I, and, and I saw some... Check the ball 28 times last week. Right, and and the guy's a machine. And you know everybody talks about him running angry. I don't know if our our viewers really understand what level of anger he runs with. Every every step he takes, he takes with intention. Um, yeah. So I agree. Look, I think that. Um, the, the big advantage is Mahomes isn't going to have to throw the ball. He will throw the ball, but they have the ability to use Pacheco to get out there and, and to help balance the game plan, balance the, the time, balance the play clock. Um, and, you know, I, I look, I, I think that the Chiefs being an underdog is, is kind of crazy on this thing. He's 10-1-1 against the number is Mahomes against the spread when he's an underdog with nine outright wins and in the playoffs as an underdog in his career. 3-0, straight up. So, uh, we got just about a minute and a half to go. I want to give you some time. Uh, it's a plus two is the spread here. The total is 47 and a half. Over, under first, and then which team do you like? Yeah, so I love that you're going plus two because I'm with the Chiefs also, but I take the money line. Yeah, me too. So, I think that, you know, two points is nothing. You know, it's interesting. If you look at the plus quarters. Plus 110 on the money line right now, by the way, on the BetMGM app. What's that? Plus, plus 110 okay. on the money line on okay. the BetMGM app. So, if you look at the quarters, it, you add up all the quarters right now. They add up to 44. I think that this is going to be a low-scoring game. The over/under last time I checked was 47 and a half. I'm, yeah, I, that's correct. So, I like the under. Yeah. I, I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think that uh, San Fran's going to come out. They're going to play hard. It's going to be McCaffrey. McCaffrey's going to eat up a lot of clock. I, I, I listen all day long. I'm Chiefs money line, and I'm parlaying it with the under. Okay. So there you go. We have it. We have. We are simpatico here. Chiefs and the under. Uh, I'm aligned with Adam there. Great stuff, as always, from Adam Malamud. You find him down in Atlantic City doing the pregame for the Eagles. He's a co-host for Jacob Sports for this Eagles pregame. Adam, thank you for being here with us Thanks live in the Bet MGM. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, we're back. We're here at the Magic Wall right here. It's the Sharp Report. Warren Sharp giving us some great information on how the Niners' defense started to flail a little bit at the end of the year. What was the reason for that? An injury to Talanoa Hufanga went on IR during week 11. Started 10 games, started 27 games in a row for the Niners. And yet, the defense started to get a little bit leakier when he went out. Here's Warren to tell us why. A lot of people have been watching the San Francisco 49ers defense in the playoffs and been a little bit surprised at the lack of efficiency out of this defense. The reality is the lack of efficiency out of the defense started much earlier, and it started with the loss of their starting safety, Hufanga, who was an absolute stud. Weeks 1 through 10, when Hufanga was healthy, this was a top 15 unit in efficiency, in EPA, top 10 in success rate. However, since his loss, specifically on third down passes, the San Francisco 49ers defense ranks number 31 in EPA per attempt allowed and number 31 in success rate allowed on third down passing attempts. This team has really fallen on hard times and it also carries forward into the run game as well. They had been a top 10 run defense in weeks 1 to 10 when Hufanga was active. They have dropped down to number 26 in EPA per attempt and number 30 in success rate with Hufanga being absent down the stretch of the season. This isn't something that's just starting in the playoffs. It happened well before then. It's something the Kansas City Chiefs can capitalize on. All right, so that third-year player out of Southern Cal, safety, Talanoa Hufanga, really having a big impact once he went out during their Week 10 game. So uh, we'll see if the Niners can do anything to perhaps stop some of the negative trend that we've seen from them, particularly on third down. As good and talented as the Niners are on defense, that Steve Wilkes unit has not done a great job of getting off the field on third down. If the Chiefs are getting into third and short, third and medium, are they able to convert? Are they keeping those talented linebackers on the field for far too long. It's certainly something I think they'll try to do and great perspective there from Warren Sharp. When we come back, we'll start our number two. Taylor Mathis joining us, Dr. Chow, and more right after this. On the Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.